This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show with me, your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. I like to think that we're the cool, we're the hip, we're the the fun parenting show, right? Hmm. I think, Sandra? Sure. Look how much fun we are. We're just in hysterics right now. We have a jam-packed show lined up for you today, and we have some awesome guests joining us in studio. Of course, that voice was Sandra Carusi. She's our executive producer, and she's the host of Inside Jokes uh, right here on Talk Radio AM 640, and it's following our show. So after this show is done, stick around because she's going to... Make you laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> Eight o'clock till nine o'clock. Uh, we also have Julie McGall. She's a mama of two. She's got uh, two boys. She's also a digital content producer with a specialization in food media. And she's an active food blogger. And if the name sounds familiar, it might be because a few years back she was on CTV's uh, Master Chef and she placed seventh. And I was joking with her earlier saying that if I ever even made it somewhat close to that show, they'd probably like throw me out in like two seconds flat. <laughs> hey, Julie, how are you? Very well. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited because I'm going to learn all about this. Uh, we're going to, well, I'll tell you, you know what? I don't want to give it away yet what we're going to talk about. You'll piece it together in a second. But first, we also have Mr. Chef Mike Ward with us. And I don't even know where to start with this guy, honestly. I've known him for years. Um, and he... When I say he does it all, he does it all. Um, you can find Mike pretty much everywhere. He's online at chefmikeward.com. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. He's on TV. He's in magazines. You name it. That's where you're going to find Mike. Um, he started cooking when he was 17 in Sydney, Australia. And uh, he's prepared meals for people like Julia Roberts, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. And he's a pretty kick-ass dad. He's got two girls, a uh, single dad of two girls. He's got Sydney and Faith. Um, hello, Mike. How are you? I thought this was the beer and car radio show. Am I going to talk <laughs> about parenting? We are. But more specifically, if you guys didn't see the common thread going here, we're going to talk about food as well. So parenting, we're going to talk food. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna like just get into like healthy eating uh, for us as parents, uh, preparing meals for our families. Dealing with the picky little eaters, which I know Mike and Sandra, your kids are a little bit older, mm-hmm. so you've been through all of that. Julie and I, we're we're in the thick of it right now, right? <laughs> you um, know what? Oh, it gets thicker. I was gonna say that <laughs> oh, that pickiness God. doesn't change. Nice try, though. Not happening. No, I just went through it, right, Mike? Or no? I, mm-hmm. I had some hope. I, that's what I was. I was no. hoping you guys would be like, "There's, there's light at the end of the tunnel." No nope. hormones and cell phones. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That's well. a, a good name for a band, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so yeah, Julie and I, we've got we've got the little ones. Uh, You're in deeper than I am. You've got three. I've got three. I don't so know how you keep track of them all, honestly. I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. And but at least. Sandra, mm-hmm. these guys are going to help us here today, Yay. okay? Because um, they're going to give us tips. They're going to give us advice. They're going to uh, really, really help us out when it comes to, it. to maneuvering around in the kitchen. I'm excited and making you know the kids happy, and and we're going to learn how to do things. Because honestly, I suck. I am the worst person to have in the kitchen. So, guys, I'm turning to you guys. Who cooks in your house? <laughs> I do. 
and it's horrible. <laughs> so because... you have to you have to be decent. I mean, you, your kids are eating; they all look very healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, how hard is it to? Boil a pot of water and throw some pasta in there. We eat a lot of pasta. Like... There's no shame in that. The go-to meal. So yeah. is that, okay, guys, talk, okay. Well, I'm Italian background. You know, pasta is one of the staples. We have it about once a week. Um, That's well, it? Yes. Because <laughs> I, I try not to, I don't know. Everyone says how, like, oh, don't have too much of it. Like, what are your thoughts on that? No, pa- pa- there's so many healthy options. Like, the, you don't have to only eat white pasta. There's a lot of really grain-enriched pastas that you can eat. I find it it's great because you, you can add almost anything to it. Jeez, I've, I've always I've been guilty of adding ketchup to it and throwing that on a plate. No, with you a bit didn't. Of pa- I have it, with a bit of Parmesan cheese. I'm, give I'm that to the kids right with a little bit of parsley. <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about a basic tomato sauce, and yeah. pa- what is it? Yes, oh my it's basically onions, garlic, and tomato paste. Although, I didn't think ketchup, I was going to hear that from there's, my there's a bit too much sugar. <laughs> oh, believe me, I do high-low very well. <laughs> but the point is, I mean, I'm asked this question all the time. I, I mean, and you please weigh in, Julie. I find the there's no secret weapon here. But what I do find is is two things. One is their their taste buds are much broader than you give them credit. So. I found from a very early age that I would expose them to as much as I possibly could. So my nine-year-old, for instance, Faith, really has this kind of uh, love for astringent foods. You know, you're Italian, right, Julie? Right, so, and, and they do so, say at three, that's when the palate really starts to develop. So yeah. you should start at three years old. My I mean, nine-year-old will sit down to a, a little jar of capers or olives. She loves radicchio. We uh, would be friends. like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, she, it's wow. just lovely She's to see. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. She'll always she'll also sit down to a big bag of sugar with a teaspoon and eat that all day long <laughs> if left to her own devices. <laughs> but I do find the number one thing is to test them constantly, give them things that, and uh, allow them to dislike them. Because let's remember, even as adults, when we eat, we have our choices. We don't force ourselves to eat things yeah. we don't like. But also. Get them involved in the cooking. I, I find even just oh, one absolutely. thing to get them to open a can or cut something, at least that way they'll try it. And mm-hmm. for me, that's half the battle because whenever I just, Dad, what are we having for dinner? I know they're going to say, yuck, I hate it. But half the time I can turn them around. There's sometimes, uh, you know, as adults, we project our dislikes upon them as well. Mm. Yes. So, so you know, we, we, we all kind of assume that kids like pizza, hamburgers, hot dogs, and anything sweet. But, well, okay. yes, but a, a lot of adults don't. Yes, yes. So, for instance, my mum would never, has a very, very broad palate, but would never eat raw fish. Oh, my mm. God, gross. Uh, so she projects that upon my kids. Mm. No, but so, that's a good point. They see what we eat and they want to eat what we eat. So yeah. It does help. So we're going to get into it. We're going to we're gonna talk about some great snacking ideas, uh, some meals that maybe the kids can help um, prepare with us. Um, and it's all coming up. So stick around because you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. We're in studio today. We're talking food. We're talking about our kids who are picky eaters. Sometimes we just want to like, but we don't because we love them. Um, we're talking about great meal ideas, healthy eating, everything in between. And we're joined in studio with Chef Mike Ward and Julie McGall. As well as our executive producer, Miss Sandra Carusi. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about mm-hmm. before the break. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting beside you, Mike. That's what that was about. <laughs> we we needed a live video feed. Dudes who cook. Right Why there. are all the lights yeah. off in the studio right now? Yeah. 
<laughs> and the dim mood music. Yeah, we got. We need some candles. We need some. Ca- Mike, did you not bring food for us? Come on, mm. that's what we need in here. Yeah. Julie, I found that out to you. <laughs> I, I'm very good at delegating. I do not cater. That is one thing I do oh, not that's do. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so before the break, we were talking about the importance of exposing our kids to a variety of different foods at a young age. Um, this way they can get into it and really find out on their own what they like, what they don't like, and they can figure it out as opposed to us as parents kind of pushing our likes and dislikes on them. Mm. Um, so how did you guys, Mike, for example, when when the girls were young, when, when Sydney and Faith were young, what were some of the things that, that you did? What were some of their favorite meals? Like you started cooking when you were 17. Well, I started cooking a lot uh, younger than that. I actually never liked my mother's food, so that kind of forced me out of pure practicality <laughs> to <great>. learn how <laughs> to cook. <laughs> she would, she would. One day she was vegetarian, one day she wasn't, and God love her. You know, this is back in the days. But pre- you were exposed to a lot of different things. That's no, well, that, that was the problem. <laughs> it, it sounds like it was, but my, you know, remember back in the eighties when vegetarian food basically meant grated carrots and raisins. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. that was what I got for four years, and it was that or you know pot roasts. So. I I would just go in and cook and start to play with things. But uh, let me let's take a step back. I want to geek out on you for a moment because I mean, you guys as parents probably know this, but the science of how a kid eats is that the first taste mode, there's five sections on our tongue that determine the different taste modes. Sweet and fat are the first things to develop in kids. Mm. That's why we love mother's milk. Yeah. Now, any father who tells you that hasn't he hasn't tasted it is absolutely lying to oh, you. Oh, my husband totally has tasted it, and that's probably why Marcus is still on the boob at yeah. nineteen months. And that's months. why he's eight foot tall. Nineteen years. <laughs> so that that's the first thing to develop. So because kids need that, it's very high fat, it's very high sugar. That encourages rapid growth, right? But then at the age of about one and a half to two, some say three. I, my kids were a little earlier. The other taste, the other sections of the tongue start to develop and that's astringency it's uh it's all the other flavor it's spice right i mean kids in e- in asia and india yes. are accustomed to very high amount exactly. and by spice i mean chili variations of chili yes. at a very young age so they're capable of taking it uh i think what happens a lot is us as parents expose them to what we think they will readily eat it's, which the, it's is, the bubble wrapping i think like yeah. it's the bubble wrapping. Yes. Their kids. So and true, in the western you know world what? it tends yeah. to be wheat products be it pasta bread uh those types of things because they're they're you know they're mildly benign and they're just easy to consume there's nothing offensive about them um so uh did i completely just tread on your question you asked no. me a question but I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> hold on no, no, sweet no, fat good. spice breads the, the palate you were What's saying the five? That there's five sections oh my goodness there you're going to test me here there's yes. uh, well there's sweet there's fatty there's uh, astringency which yeah. you would so vinegar um you I know love. acids there's mm-hmm. spice yeah. and then there's there there were well there's something there's there's something called umami which is a bit of a chef term which basically means it's a combination of a few of them that you chicken would consider. Soup stock. That's what I compare it to, or like mushrooms. Cons- mushrooms or umami. It's oh, a, it's earthy. A, yes, it, yes, yeah, earthy, but but a little bit of hmm. salt. Uh, a very full mouth flavor, almost what you get when you eat like a mushroom risotto or something like that. Now I know what my problem is, Sandra. What I like all of those. <laughs> That's good. There you go. You've developed all of those very well. And I think you too. need to remember that your kids do too. It's just to to throw a massive variety at them, and you might be surprised at what they 
they like. But they're but I do find as well that their palates are very sensitive. So I try not to scare them at first. So if mm-hmm. I'm making like a pasta sauce, I'm not gonna like throw a thousand different herbs in there because I want them to taste the sauce for what it is. Oh, interesting. And, and, and see if they like it. So I won't make it bland, but I'm not gonna pump it with flavor right away the first time trying Just it. Just slowly introduce things. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But my son, my three-year-old, almost three-year-old actually, he is so into spice. We gave him the spicy spaghetti by accident um, at a banquet hall and everyone's like, he's eating the spicy spaghetti. Like, mm-hmm. he's yes, not like... I find that with my girls But loved too. it. Like, he ate two bowls of it. I was like, whatever, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna take it away. It's not hurting him. Mm. And uh, he's, he's a spice lover. I'm a spice person all the way. The hotter, the better is what I say. And uh, my girls are... At first, we're like, oh, you know, because as Italians, one of the big things we do is gather together as a family to make homemade sausages and salamis and like all the cured meats and stuff like that. And so we add hot pepper. Mm. And um, at first, everyone's like, oh, watch out for the girls, right? Watch out. Like, oh, I don't know if it's too spicy for them. And they just go to town. Well, like, oh, yeah. Yes! They love it. That goes love back it. to what you said about bubble wrapping. I think, I think, I, I'm actually. Italians little... don't bubble wrap their kids. Well, <laughs> My I think approach, that's like a common theme with us. My approach is a little harder than yours, perhaps, Julie, because I don't, I don't do a stopgap. I will just make it and see if they eat it because yeah. I'm often surprised. No, it's, it's true, and you should do that. I, I probably am too cautious when I don't have to be. I so do, I, I do a little bit of you do that. And, well, I mean, each to their own. You, you, I mean, kids are ultimately old. And they're I just don't want to cook again. That's yeah. my thing. It's like if, if all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> I don't like it, Mom. I'm going to be like, oh, seriously? Like, I got to go back in the kitchen? <laughs> oh, I don't cook. So I'm there's trying to avoid bread, that. There's the toaster. Sort it yeah, out, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that brings me to a good point. Some good meal ideas that we can we can do at home that people are going to like and we don't have to cook 10 million meals and they're healthy and great and we're going to come back with all of that stuff and some more. So stay tuned because you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back. You're listening to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. And we are talking about food, all kinds of food, and kids, kids, and I guess like picky parents, because we're talking about how sometimes our views, our likes and dislikes, we're we're pushing onto our kids. Mm -hmm. So we've got Julie here, we've got uh, Mr. Chef Mike Ward here with us as well, we've got Sandra here. Um, Before the break, I had mentioned, you know, what are some great ideas, because Julie, you had mentioned, um, you don't want to have to cook like oh you don't like it here's something else right or, i'll be in the kitchen all day yeah right and and i've got three kids and and my husband t- never mind actually yeah talk about let's, kids that let's, are picky yeah let's like get on to the husbands because they're they're a problem as well <laughs> yeah that'll be another show he's picky you know what i mean so i want to i want to make something that you know hey everyone can like something that's not going to be crazy busy like what are some really like some go-to meals and what happens if if you have kids like Sandra, you were saying, your boys, mm-hmm. they don't they don't like the same food. No, it's it's so difficult when they diverse, completely diverse. So, so one likes sushi, one doesn't. One, and I don't want to cook for two like people. Yeah. Plus me, I'm veg- like vegetarian, and so. you don't want to cook the same thing all the time. Right. That's the problem. But you know what? Um, I mean, don't feel bad to cook the same thing every time. <laughs> I cook a lot of the same foods. My kids literally their lunch schedule is is a lot of times the same, um, and it is for convenience. Like I am a busy mom, but. 
I, I, I really tend to stick to a schedule. Um, and I on Sundays, I write down exactly what I'm making because it honestly it does help with a lot of the stress. So, like, so planning. do you plan for the week? I do plan for the week. I don't wow. go out and buy everything. I'm, I say Tuesday, I'm stopping for chicken. Uh, Wednesday, I'm stopping for whatever, asparagus. And I tend to make things in – so I always do a veggie a carb mm-hmm. and a meat not I mean I don't do meat every day but because on a day protein, of pasta right yeah. but a protein and and I think that keeps it really simple because you could make rice you could do quick um, you know asparagus on the barbecue which takes less than five minutes and you can grill some chicken and that's pretty simple and everyone likes that you know you can marinate the chicken a different way if you want to change it up could you oh, come so and do that's... that at my house <laughs> <laughs> never mind I always watch Mike on, on and I'm always commenting on his Facebook videos and Instagram and I'm like can you come and cook for me, please? <laughs> As I'm boiling my pot of water for pasta again. Right. I wish I was a meal planner, but I am not a meal planner at all. So do you just I'm like, not. well, you know I what? I feel better now. I, ha- I have to be. I have to be. Yeah. Like with small kids, I-, I can't just run up to the grocery store, unfortunately, or like just make something out of like eggs or like well, whatever. You know what I mean? But I'll watch Mike and I admire the both of you guys for this because you guys can just, they'll you know, here's a bunch of ingredients. The and creativity. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Mike's got a lot of experience with and that. And I'm for looking sure. at it like I would not know where to even start if someone it's, gave me all this stuff. It's so much easier than people think. And, and that is how I cook. So I will, you know, you learn when you work in a restaurant for many years, you learn to use what's already there because that's dollars and cents in that fridge and pantry. Totally. And uh, I'm actually working with Live Green Toronto right now. We're doing a lot of content surrounding this. Is that in North America, 41% food that we buy we throw out wow in the restaurant business that's eight percent so that tells you that they're doing something in that world that as consumers we're not and there's two things really that they do very efficiently well they're in the business of making money from food so they don't have the luxury like we do of tossing out 41 cents of every dollar but the first thing they do is they have a very acute awareness of what's in their fridge and pantry all the time and you know that if i've gone out and i bought x and y it's got a two-day shelf life cook it Do something with it. Now, go out and buy something to switch it up so you didn't have the same chicken dishes last night. But find a way to do that. And what I'll often do, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, the be and end all of every recipe on earth. I use Google like we all do. I'll, I've got some dill and I've got some chicken. I'll just punch in chicken. I dill do recipe. the same thing. That's so funny. And I actually, I, I don't go to the recipes. I go to the images first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, same here. Same oh, here. Yeah. Thank, thank I just you, need Jamie some inspiration. Oliver. Yeah. And all of a sudden I know, okay, I've got to go out. I've got those two other ingredients. I've got an oil and vinegar. Now I'm going to go and buy whatever. And I've made a meal. And, and you don't even need to go and buy whatever. I mean, if you don't, don't have like paprika, I mean, it's not the end of the world. You're like, okay, this is going to be a decent dish without like one less yeah. spice. People yeah. are so conformed to, See, to recipes yes, and it drives I me am. crazy. Yes. And you don't have to be. Like I never use recipes. It's really hard for me to, I'm a developer, but it's so hard for me to write down a recipe because it's like, ugh. Like I don't want it. I don't want people to be boxed into this recipe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. See, like that's one. Th- like I said, it's one thing I admire about the both of you guys. And Mike, I'll watch some of your videos, and you're just like, well, I opened up my pantry today. This is what I found, and let's see where it takes us. <laughs> and I'm like, how does he do it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how you do it. With Honestly, I'm, I'm just a conduit for a higher power. But thank you. <laughs> if you have a carb, if you have a, like a protein, if you have veggies, you have many good yes. meals ahead of you. Okay, what about breakfast? We're crazy busy. All of us in this room are crazy busy parents, right? I'm a diva um, at breakfast. It's got to be instant. Honestly, I'm I'm with you on that. So what are some, some really good ideas we can give our listeners for smoothies. breakfast? Well, yeah, My kids yeah. don't drink smoothies. smoothies. I wish. I get so jealous when I hear kids They're eat smoothies. smoothies. I know. 
but they know they're not. <laughs> yeah, like, they're too smart. My kids' palates are very, they taste everything. So I can't do So smarties. like Eggo waffles? Um, I am the biggest <laughs> Eggo fan. Um, you know, people look at me and they're like, oh my God, but you're a food blogger. Like, don't you make your own um, Eggo waffles? And I'm like, yeah, when I, on the weekend, <laughs> when I have time to do that. Eggo waffles, please. Like, they should be paying me for how much I use them. Like, yeah, I love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you are more than okay. And you know what? I buy the fiber ones, like the fiber enriched. So I, you feel better. Yeah, and yeah. you don't have to cover them in syrup you can put berries on them and make them very very healthy okay so it's not it's not a bad thing right like no. what do you do i mean i i think it's what do you do it, for the a girls? time management thing in my house uh i eat a lot of eggs i love eggs i also eat uh, a lot of oatmeal or steel cut oatmeal yeah they love mm. so, oatmeal's good and i'm also a fan of, 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 yeah. of i i i kind of eat whatever i want whenever i want so i'll kind of do uh dinner for for breakfast sometimes even the kids like it so for instance i'll do a few savory oatmeals i'll i'll take you know oatmeal you typically do with fruit whatever i'll sometimes throw in you know uh, cook up some oil put in a splash of soy sauce even some parmesan cheese and a couple of fried eggs on top. And it becomes almost kind of like mm. a... And kids yeah, like that, I think. Because oh, yeah. it's, it's fun for them. The kids like, don't have breakfast the at Mike's like house tomorrow. Yeah. I make apple pie, steel cut oats. Uh, I call it apple pie. Yeah. I put vanilla yogurt on it. I and then the same thing yeah. for my three-year-old. He's obsessed. And, a- and cinnamon. Yep. And apples and cinnamon, yeah. And, and all it of tastes a delicious. Like yeah. it does taste like, like a dessert. dessert. Exactly. A la mode. There we go. Some great breakfast ideas. Now, when we're going to take a bit of a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Julie. Because she's got something, she a little side project she has going on, a little business. And uh, it's pretty brilliant if you ask me. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. On Talk Radio, AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. And we've got Julie McGowan in studio with us today. We've got Chef Mike uh, Ward with us in studio today. And, of course, Miss Sandra Carusi. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandra, are you a big, like... I'm kitchen ex- person? I eat. Yeah, oh, I'm a big cook. Oh, really? Cook So and I'm like the outcast here. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I come up with creative little thingies too. I think I you, I things. think you say that, but I think you're, you're yeah. good. No, I think like, it's a confidence thing. I'm always thing. looking for the shortcuts. So yeah. I will go to hey, the local. It's all about hacks. I'm, uh, I'm yes. with you. I'm I will go you. to the butcher shop, and they've got like the boxes of like the um, chicken or veal cutlets mm-hmm. already breaded and frozen, and like you know what? done layer by layer. And I'm food, like, convenience I food. I am. I, I'm not all for the unhealthy convenience food, but the healthy convenience food that is now hitting our grocery mm-hmm. stores that are ethically like produced, honestly. Like I have nothing against that because we are busy and it is good ingredients, so we should not feel badly oh, about you know feeding those great. to your kids. That's not like nuggets you're talking no, about. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But made I, by honestly, people I like, was, like who live not mom. that far from you. Like it's it's stuff that's produced like right here in Toronto. You're going to start seeing a lot of that. There's huge trend 15 yeah big trend coming in supermarkets. I mean, you're noticing quite literally just the footprint of supermarkets now where. You know, at one point it was maybe a third fresh raw ingredients and then it was your canned and then your frozen and whatnot. Yeah. And that's now, what was once fresh is now 
becoming a much larger space on these pre prepackaged foods and the major supermarkets right now are very much they want they want them prepared in store so they're not being done in a factory somewhere else so they don't have to be frozen so really what you're getting is you're just kind of paying somebody else to do some of the labor mm-hmm. that yeah. you would do in home for instance in whole foods in the states right now they have veggie butchers so you can take your veggies to a guy or a girl no. and for x amount of dollars that would prepared, save me so much time you while you go and do <laughs> What? No, oh, because yeah. as a vegetarian and or vegan, whatever one, it's very difficult to find ready food. Mm-hmm. Like you can go, like even just a nice long veggie burger. Starting to do it a lot now. They yeah. are. They are. I go to their table all the time and get to get stuff to go. But I love what you're saying. So a veggie butcher will make it in front of you. Yeah, like they'll, they'll do all the prep work. They'll they'll do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. But spe- and- speaking of veggies too, I find um, that's that's also key. If you if you actually take a little bit of time on the weekend and cut up a lot of fresh veggies and put them on the table, when your kids come mm-hmm. home from school and they're hungry, mm-hmm. they're gonna eat those yes, because they're they not are. gonna wait for you to prep something. They Very will actually true. eat them. So that's actually a little tip there. That and you I can think do. it's really important that you know we get the kids started off on the right foot at a young age. This way, it leads into their adulthood right because we want our kids to ultimately be healthy i'll tell you before i had kids you know what i mean it was just like oh whatever i don't care eat whatever get through the day and then it was like have kids and i'm like oh i need to feed them organic and i need to do this and i need to you know what i mean and it was just like crazy i would say don't put so much pressure on yourself i i I mean as a kid i ate crap yeah my I i have two brothers they ate crap uh, you got to take I the guilt out of it. It's true. Yeah, you can't. There, gonna, there's enough to feel yeah, guilty about. We're raising two human beings. Mom, there's enough to feel guilty about. I don't need anyone telling me that I'm feeding my kids something I shouldn't. Yeah, don't do. But do that's that. a great idea. To, like, you know what I mean? Just to, you know, do that prep work on the weekend. Get all mm-hmm. the veggies done and, and get put, them started. Store them off, in like, water. Honestly, I don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about something I don't do Carrots, more than yeah. like I wish I did it more. But it's it's totally something that it's it's so easy. And you'll see. And even fruit, not only veggies, like fruit is still great. And one, okay, so Julie, you were talking to us about this um, this little side project you have going on. And I think this is really important. And I want you to talk to us about it and tell us w- what exactly uh, it is that you do so our, our audience, our listeners can hear because it's all about getting these kids started off on the right foot. Yeah. So so, so we launched this business, me and a friend of mine, uh, Fina Scropo. She's um, the author of The Healthy Italian Cookbook. And uh, we actually started this business called The Happy Kitchen. And you could find us on Facebook at The Happy Kitchen Canada. And um, it, it's essentially teaching 8 to 13-year-olds how to cook. But not it's not a lot of cooking. It's a lot of prep. Because a lot of times that is half the battle, is how to prep things. So we actually te- teach these kids how to use knives properly how to use hot appliances because then they That's so good you know like put tools in their hands that they can actually use and then they can actually prep meals it's mm. not always about sitting in front of a stove for an hour they know how to prep things from simple ingredients healthy ingredients and they they a lot of time they do really 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 well i love that julie because i find with my kids if they can somehow use an appliance or a tool that's somehow threatening to them <laughs> right it becomes a hell of a lot more exciting and you Dad, see the- I, want <laughs> use, I want to use the sharp knife <laughs> oh my god so we, we waited a, a few uh, weeks ago we waited for all the parents to leave and then all the kids were like i want to use the chef knife and my chef knife and i was like yeah we're using it so they i stood behind them and we you know i was thankful i didn't cut anyone or whatever but they all did so well and they felt so empowered by yes. us yeah. that's all- and you know what the great thing about this too is is that if you take your kids to a class like this then they're going to learn some stuff and then they can cook for you and there they want to show you <laughs> the yeah. kids love showing off that yeah. is one the thing pride factor yeah is yeah huge. so where can where are your classes so our next uh, set of classes will be in Newmarket at the nature's emporium 
and nice. it'll be a summer a summer camp, three day summer camp. Okay, well we gotta check that out. So now for me, I've got the little ones uh, in school, one in school, one entering school, and so when we come back, because I know a lot of parents are freaking out about when their kids start school, what to prep for lunches and snacks and stuff like that. We're gonna talk about that. So stick around. You're listening to the Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM six forty. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. We are talking about food. We're talking about our kids. And (laughs) one thing that I want to talk about with uh, our guests, Julie McGall and Chef Mike Ward, um, as well as Miss Sandra Crusey, is lunch and what to do when the kids start school. I know Samantha, she's in SK now, so she started two years ago, and one of the biggest stressors for me was, oh my gosh, she's starting school. I don't know what to pack for her lunch. I don't, she's got two snacks. They always ask that one is healthy, um, <laughs> which I found was weird that they had to actually. Yeah. Know, <laughs> they tell them that. what to eat. Oh they, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> my son's teachers actually say like, no, you're going to eat the healthy snack first. And I'm yes. like, okay, I guess that's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what they always say. First snack is healthy. Second. So what's a good thing? It's a good thing. Snack yeah. is like whatever. It's a good thing. Cause we, it, it we can't monitor that, it. That, that, that isn't the default. My, my kids yeah. come home sometimes and there's, I won't mention names, but there's a couple of kids that they go to school with and I want to knock on the parents. Oh door God. And say, you, what don't get me started on that. You know, candy in there. Packaged. You are actually killing your child here. I mean, a treat is, a treat yeah. but I mean it's and, and, not and the, every day no as a like what are you no. referring to what kind of treats I'm oh, trying to see if this is me like these very uh, like these packaged little meat things lunch oh, meats oh god lunch yeah. meats okay so oh, no, funny, no, no, funny no but not lunch meats I mean I mean more the pre-packaged things that you get where you know it's two bucks and you and, and you know it's kind of a food kit Okay, but funny oh, story. Yes. Have that. And funny then they'll have a bag of those. chips, and it's like, come on. I, I have a funny healthy. story about those. My mm-hmm. my son sees a few classmates eating those lunch dot yeah. dot dot, and he was dying to try one. So I got him one, and he brought it to school, and he brought it back, and he was starving, and he was like, "Mom, those, those were disgusting." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I know. "You were curious. You tried it. Do you know what? Now How about you know. This? If you buy a container with um, divisions in it, the divided ones, and you they make your that. own, they oh, like they that. So that. that's what they like about that. That they get choice. The, yes, that's what it's all about. If you give your kids choices, then so that's a great tip. Like even just starting with. Like a container, mm-hmm. yeah, and then just filling it with your own like healthy options. It's not that hard, honestly. Like, there's a, a thousand varieties of crackers. There's a thousand mm-hmm. varieties of like fruit you can and put de- in there, you know, and dressings. Yeah, and I often overfeed my kids, so he comes home with stuff. And he's like, "Mom, you you put too much food in there." But I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I wanted to give him a choice, but th- it's kids are simpler than you think, you know. It's important to remember too: in a child's life, there's not much they have control of. So, and food is one area where they can say no. Great point. So yeah, they true. can choose to not open it their mouth, and that's, that's their why personal they go protest. On strike. <laughs> so they go, they go on their little food strikes, and and that and choice is a big thing. And you make a good comment about the just the optics of of a container that has five, four or five little spaces. They might not eat everything, but at least they feel as though they have some control over what they've got. Absolutely. I mean, I give my kids basically the same. The formula is pretty much the same every yep. day. They have something on on a piece of bread or a bagel or yep. a, or a pita bread. I give them some cut up veggies of some sort. Wraps, I, wraps are the best. Yeah, I wraps are the wraps. best. I, often, oh, yeah, I normally what I do is I cut an 
an apple um, and then I throw in just a, a couple of good pinches of cinnamon and toss it around in a little Ziploc bag. Um, you know, it's with simple, lemon juice, right? With it, lemon juice so they don't yeah, go brown. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. simple. Like people think they got to like get so creative. Like we were talking about Pinterest on the break and it's like you don't have to like get so yes. crazy about it. I, I was never crazy. My son has never come home with like a full lunch ever be, mm. except for that that thing that yeah. I bought but <laughs> honestly and and I didn't do anything different I literally just fed him what he wanted and that's it you know, so feed them what they want yeah, yeah. ask them bring him to the grocery store say what would do you want to eat mm-hmm. why do you so want to eat just, that it's just us parents overthinking yep. yeah oh, totally. peanut usual. butter and Nutella blocked out a lot of yes, lunch options totally. for me <laughs> my second son eats peanut butter out of a bowl so oh, I am yeah. I am really in trouble when he starts oh, yeah. school wow butter and then some schools don't allow he doesn't like allow... it I tried it really? he does not he like knows. it and He's yeah for good reason yeah. it's so, the... <laughs> Gee, I'm, so there's I'm surprised there's no my, my kids are not allowed any nut products yeah, at all at all yeah. oh yeah egg yeah, products like it's it's pretty bad even if I send a baked good I'm like I baked my kid a muffin they're like nope we don't yes. know how that yeah. was prepared. Well, I'm like, right. Samantha, my oldest, who's uh, turning six, uh, she's got an egg allergy. She can now, an egg allergy is one that you tend to grow out of, um, but she can now have it and tolerate it in baked goods. Okay, that's But good. we've got to be careful with dips. If Say if it's like a mayo-based right. or yeah. mayo itself. Yeah. Um, just little things like that. Egg washes, now she's getting, she can wow. have that, but slowly. And because of that, people were like, um, oh my God, I can't, you know, bring egg salad or oh, whatever. Well, <laughs> it's it one was, thing. Like, get over it. It was kind of anaphylactic level if, if she yes, came in yeah. contact. Oh my God. No, well, no, she needs to ingest it, but she is anaphylactic when because she does have the EpiPen for it and stuff like that. One thing I have a lot of luck with, with my kids is, and I'm a bit of a frugal cook, is I'm a big fan of keeping a whole range of canned beans in my house so what i'll do is i'll open a can of beans i strain and rinse them and then i toss it with a bit of lemon zest lemon juice and some type of herb olive oil salt and pepper and you can make pretty much any bean taste really good i put in a little container with a spoon and they kind of like that oh no you know what i want to get them into beans because they do have a great flavor that kids Mm -hmm. tend to like they're meaty um yeah right right now it's like corn (laughs) like they love they love corn so that's like a good side but i want to get them into beans but a good bean salad that's a great idea Mm -hmm. for a lunch option seconds yeah you could probably even throw in like a can of tuna yeah, yeah I've done that is tuna allowed because <laughs> my kid like has loved tuna since like uh, freaking fish, birth yeah. like he's, some kids can I don't know shellfish yeah um, I don't know if that's I allowed. guess it all depends on the school and the classroom uh, but my son to, eats it to, like yeah. uh, like not tw- like twice a month is the, the when you should be eating it but I mean he loves it like tuna is a great option send them if to, you can send him to school with cardboard and a marker tell me what to, to eat yeah, yeah yeah it's true we've got uh we've got like i said julie uh julie miguel and chef mike ward with us today and when we come back uh we're gonna wrap things up and maybe get some pick their brains a little bit about some stuff that we should have on hand in the kitchen stuff that we can use to make meals that everyone is going to love so stick around you're listening to the parenting show on talk radio am 640 Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. I'm still laughing because <laughs> while we're on break, we were talking about, you know, mentioned some lunch kits that some kids take to school and, and, and Julie gave one to her son, Dean, and he came home and he didn't touch it at all. He's like, Mom. No. He took no. a nibble and he was like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, <laughs> no, go. It yeah. glowed um, in the dark. Yeah. And I had, <laughs> yeah. 
I had mentioned that um, there's a cheese boutique uh, <laughs> close to where I live, and they have a few locations around the city. Well, it's not the cheese boutique no, brand name. No, it's a, a cheese. Yeah, say Grande Cheese. So Grande Cheese. Because they're going to send us some food after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big fan. They, yeah. have, they have a version, an Italian <laughs> yes. version of yes. these lunch kits with like... Sopressata. Yes. And Asiago, like... Tarali. Tarali, the best part. And they put, instead of crackers, they have tarali, which are like an Italian type of breadstick. With anise seeds. So I purchased these. Julie I know about it. I'm getting those. I'm stocking For picnics. You know when you're like in a bind, you're like, I just want to go to the park, but we want to bring something with us. And that stuff's all prepped and whatever. And it's genius. It's made here. And they're $45 each. But it was like, so Julie and I know about this stuff. And so during the break, Sandra and Mike were like, no. Sandra got a real kick out of this. What did you say? You got a keys to your dad's Ferrari with picture. Well, for those of you that don't live in Toronto, I think the store is up around. It's a very Italian part Yeah, so there's one. Yeah, there's one on like Orpheus. and then your car cologne with it? The majority are up in Vaughn. It's an interesting store. Yeah, so there we go. Sorry. We had to come back with that little funny because if in case you wanted to know, now you do. Yeah. You know, and you can go check exactly. them out. Tips, so tips. We were talking. Yes, we were talking. <laughs> Guys, Julie, Mike, um, if I had to load up my pantry and my produce and fruit baskets and all that stuff in the in the fridge, um, what are some key things that we should have on hand at all times? Some stuff that we can make breakfast with, lunch, uh, dinner for those days that you come home and it's like, oh my God, I don't have time. Well, mine, uh, my personal choices are eggs, uh, a good bread, which I keep in the freezer always. I like uh, chickpeas. I like a bunch of oh, uh, yes. beans. Because chick- yeah, chickpeas, you, you can, I just love throwing beans and chickpeas in a food processor. I love having tahini on hand. And I do, I love fresh herbs. I know the short span is, is, is you know, two or three days and herbs can be expensive nowadays. But if you've got some basil, parsley and dill, I love dill. I put on everything. If you've got some of that on hand, you can make anything taste alive. What about the frozen version of the, the herbs? that Or in a tube. Yeah. Actually, no, the, tube, the, tube. the tubes are great. The tubes have come a long way because uh, that actually fresh. keeps it fresh. They're, they're, yeah. they're preserved. So uh, it's, but honestly, it's no harm in it. I'd rather spend fresh. three bucks on a bunch. I mean, w- w- by the way, what a lot of people don't do in a professional kitchen environment, what you would do with your herbs is you would roll it up in a paper towel and then surround it in uh, saran wrap. That as never well. works for me. Oh, <laughs> sorry. And, I, and you don't want on... them wet. You'll yeah. get five days out of it. No yeah. problem. Okay. If you don't it, do that, never... if you're lazy, you or, get to. Or the alternative is I, I started for the first time this year and I talk about it on my blog um, about planting a little chef garden. And it seems like a lot of work, but I don't have a green thumb. And honestly, planting one pot of herbs changes things like... So much because you add fresh basil to some cut up cucumber and all of a sudden it's a fancy salad. I hear lots of work. That's what I hear. No. So so, so I talked about the fresh cut vegetables and yes, on weekends, cutting vegetables, prepping lettuce, you already have a a great Mm. base and a great side for dinners for five nights if you want to, right? Just storing it And what about stuff like, okay, so I always like maybe have some, I'm going back to pasta. Pasta is absolutely, yeah, quinoa is great. Rice, absolutely. And then always... Have stuff in the freezer. Like you know? chicken breast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have Italian sausages. I mean, sausages are like a yeah. great dinner, like homemade. Yeah, I mean, in yeah. the oven or on the barbecue. Yeah, there's so many ways to do it in a pasta. Sausage and pasta, like kids love that. But there's chickpea pasta noodles I buy now. Yes, and, um, it doesn't have to be white pasta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make it healthy. And mm-hmm. I like a lot of canned fish too. I know, I know, you got to be conscious of the tuna you buy, but uh, my kids love canned salmon. So do I. Mm-hmm. I'll often do, so do pastas with uh, with a can of salmon, 
Little bit of olive oil. Tuna and a tomato salad. Yeah. And and you know what? Summer, this is the easiest time. So like explore now because this is the easiest time. And then when the winter comes, you can figure out what you did in the summer, you know? That's such a good, yeah. Yeah, there's so much fresh available. And just go and stop. And people don't go to farmer's markets enough. That's a big thing. And my kids love it. And they actually see where the food is coming from. They're more inclined to eat it as well. So I would say in the summertime, um, a great tip is to always have fresh prep produce on hand well there you go these are some awesome tips mm-hmm. some great advice and honestly guys thank you so much for joining us today julie mcgall you're gonna want to check her out at daily thank you uh chef mike ward thank you so much he is at chef and from there you can connect with them on all their different social media platforms and of course our executive producer miss sandra carusi yes. i want to say food yeah. is not love by the way let's not reward our kids with food when they fall down you know what i'm glad you said that that encourages emotional eating and then it takes the rest of their adult life Absolutely. to get rid of it Absolutely, yeah, yeah i agree with you see Good. Good, Good goal, tips. Uh, <laughs> and remember that if you tuned in late and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast, uh, which will be posted on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. Thank you so much. And we will check you out next week, Sunday at 7. The Parenting Show with me, your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today is a reminder tip for renters that you don't pay. What do you mean? Well, if you're a renter, a real estate salesperson can help you find that place. And it is the landlord that pays the realtor's commission. Great, eh? So call me or email me with any questions. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. 